Hi, this is Joy B. And this is James B. And this is the Glow Your Goddess podcast, and we are back with our latest episode. All right. So, goddesses, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, This week, I'm so excited. It is not going to be just James and I ranting, but we do have a special guest with us today to share a lot about her journey, a lot about her wisdom, Um, and I hope it's going to be something that's going to open some doors for a lot of people who may be going through similar things and trying to um, move forward on their own self-discovery journey. So we have Jelani the Muse here tonight. Wow. Hey, Jelani. Hey. How are you? I was just waiting to speak until, you know, once I was spoken to. But I'm great. How are you? You can chime in whenever you want. Yes. Okay. But, 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 but manners, right? That's amazing. <laughs> Love it. Yes. I, I try to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> so Jelani, um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are going to be talking a lot about you. We're going to begin all up in your business. So Jelani, um, I'm going to have a whole bunch of questions I'll probably throw at you, but you know, we're not that formal on the podcast, so I'll come up with something or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see where it takes us tonight, but can you tell us a little bit about you, about your brand, about your world? So, you know, our, our guests know a little bit about what we are going to be or who we're going to be hearing from tonight. Well, my name is Delani. Um, that is what is needed to know for now as far as my whole name. Delani <laughs> the Muse is my a moniker. I am currently a mindset coach and also a serial entrepreneur. I have a few businesses under my belt right about now, one of which is a financial literacy company. Um, and then we I have a nude hospitality business. Did you say nude provide, hospitality? I did. Oh, okay. I did. Okay, I wanted to make sure I got well, that straight. Yes, you did. Straight. I mean, not that straight. A little curvy, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I have a new hospitality company and we provide new or semi new services, commercial residential services, um, to individuals here in Houston. And I, um, like I said, I'm a mindset coach, so I teach people how to manifest certain things. I focus on relationships, mm-hmm. self growth, and shadow work with a bit of magic put into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, abundance, abundance coaching. I believe that a lot of our goals in life are either stopped or pulled, pushed by our mindset. So that's what I help people, um, you know, do better in, in life. Okay. Now, when you're working with your clients, are you working with like a certain um, type of client, you know what I mean? Like who's the ideal person to come to you that you feel like you really have the power to be able to help and, and help them really expand? I will say the human for one, but <laughs> specifically I'm for real, but because I do believe that we're more alike than we're, we're different. Um, but there are differences that, that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we all don't have the same love styles either. So, I cater to more non-monogamous or polyamorous individuals. I cater to um, black women, mm-hmm. spiritual people mm-hmm. in general, empaths, and those who might have um, previously came from, from a Christian background. Mm, but uh, so, and, and I can, and so some of my businesses I 
tend to have more of a, a female audience, mm-hmm. a black female audience, and then another part, which is the, the Delani the Muse part, you know, it's kind of male-driven because I, I have sex appeal that I don't mind using as a vehicle to help heal people. So um, that's that's what I got so far. Okay. Whatever the vehicle is that will get them to the destination. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so serial entrepreneur. I love this. Mm-hmm. What is what is what does that mean for you? Well, I started out uh, doing hair as a lactation coming out of high school mm-hmm. and um that transformed into me wanting to be a cosmetologist. But I before high school and everything I had actually started on a path to enlist in the Navy um, and be a lawyer. I just knew I wanted to be a boss or a, uh, a force of authority mm. to be more independent for myself. I also felt that was a part of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got I got pregnant, married young, and still decided to get, stay in the cosmetology um, realm for a minute. I became licensed as a licensed last artist a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I no longer do that. I been involved with multiple network marketing or multi-level marketing companies in my younger years. Um, and, and also, I'll say that me being a Girl Scout honestly had to do with me being an entrepreneur. I was a Girl Scout for nine years. Wow. Um, my mom was the troop leader, mm-hmm. and there was really a high standard set um, in real life, you know, when it came to fundraising, mm-hmm. getting out there and making money and, and um persuading people in ways of how you can help them. Nice. Yeah, so it started as a kid and it just it's 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 um excuse me, it's evolved over time and it's evolved more recently in, into a um more spiritual sex. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to keep serving on a surface uh level for people. What I have found and you may um have found the same thing in terms of like an evolution. Whenever Mm -hmm. there is a space in my life where I am starting to evolve or I'm starting to discover or connect more to this particular side of my life, my work changes, right? The people that are coming to me are coming to me that are maybe kind of like a step behind that space that I just was in. So Mm -hmm. when I learn, I then give that back, right? So the audience changes, the the purpose doesn't necessarily change because the purpose is always to affect change in a positive way for for people in general, right? But maybe the the person that you're serving is going to be a little bit different. The pain that you're maybe looking to help people manage is the pain that you've just managed, right? So would you say that that's kind of a similar thing for you where you've kind of overcome certain things and you found those are the people that start to come to you? Um, with certain, certain paths that I'm on, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, in certain ones, no. It's just, you know, a point of interest. It will, they will be a point of interest for me and something that I, I believe that I'm skilled in. But mm-hmm. to answer your, your, your first question, yes, ma'am, I, I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I believe I'm forever transforming, transmuting, changing I think honestly change is the only thing that's constant mm-hmm. so I, I expect my audience or even who I call family to, to change over time um, as I ascend in awareness so that's just me mm-hmm. what what sort of um, I guess evolution transitions changing and growth have you encountered for yourself in terms of awareness 
I have, um, well, I mean, I grew up in a very religious household. My mm-hmm. mother was a minister, mm-hmm. and more specifically, like an apostolic Pentecostal household. Mm-hmm. That was like speaking in tongues and wearing skirts and just um, being taught about anointing and being highly anointed, to be honest, and sanctified. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, so... I've always in my mind been open to spirituality um, and higher entities, higher power, philosophy. Mm-hmm. And that evolved into my adulthood um, with me dealing with some personal issues. Like, you know, then I, I had a lot of like daddy issues back then just because I was healing um, from being a child, or a female child without mm-hmm. a presence you know, consistent father figure in my life. Um, and that, that caused me to evolve from slight promiscuity to owning who I really am for myself and um, creating more boundaries for myself and for others mm-hmm. and pouring into myself, really. Over the years, I've done more and more pouring. Each year, I can tell you that I, I do a lot more pouring into myself and um like strengthening my discernment mm-hmm. and my personal convictions yeah. um, in order to maneuver. So that, that's been my evolution. Um, and then I use what I've been dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to say that I, I don't really allow life to happen to me anymore. So honestly, that's probably my hugest, most, most gigantic evolution is that mm. I totally believe that I'm a, you know, a, a real creator for myself. Mm-hmm. I write the scripts of my life. I direct it. Yes. I produce it. Um, I'm not going to say free will isn't there, but like people don't have free will in my life like I used to allow them to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been empowering. And it doesn't mean that I feel like I'm you know, an island either, that I don't need help. I don't need a support system. No. But um, I just realized that a lot of my. Uh, inner perceptions of myself were outward projections. You mentioned something that I definitely teach my goddesses. And I love um, that you are feeling empowered and understanding kind of like more of self and more of the boundaries that you make in your relationships and the discernment. You mentioned discernment and that's actually one of our goddess tenets. Um, A goddess is someone who does have discernment and who is like, who's wise, right? Meaning you have taken the experiences that you've had and you make them into something where you can understand others, the world and yourself a little bit better in order for the quality of your life to be better. And it sounds like you're Mm -hmm. at that space where you are able to cultivate more quality, not just wait for it to come, but actually understand what who you need to have around you mm-hmm. right um and who you don't need to have around you so protecting yourself right. yeah yes yeah yep so I, I i love that and especially when you get to a space where you're understanding yourself more you know what is going to continue to be a support for your continued growth and you stepping into your full self um one of the things that i have actually started to work with i'm now going back to school to um become a clinical sexologist because i just wanted mm-hmm. to get a little bit deeper with everybody with my goddesses with getting into their real desires their real pleasure and their real identity of self because if I'm teaching so much about you living who you really are but there's so many things that we're told to kind of keep in the shadows it's a little bit difficult and I want to empower people to kind of 
live on their terms. And this doesn't mean living on their terms and telling everybody who they are and having to announce it, but being true and announcing it to self. Right. I think it's so important. Um, mm-hmm. So in corporation with all the stuff that I'm doing, I really loved what I was seeing on your page and not just seeing on your page, you know, James and I have interacted with you. We've had the pleasure to meet you, to talk to you, to kind of know what you're really about. And I, you know, to me, Jelani, the energy that I always get is that you are you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jelani is definitely point blank, yes. Unapologetically. But I say that, I say that I am with, with pride and and with a strong pride because mm-hmm. I wear my experiences, my history, my past trauma that I've overcame mm-hmm. as um, real life lessons and um, all of these like bricks of who I am, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I just, some things that have happened in my life were beyond my control and I've learned to accept them and they've helped um, build me up into who I am and um, <laughs> the love that I have, the, the, the greater patience that I have has built me up into who I am. Mm-hmm. And my voice has too. I used to feel a bit down. When I say a bit, that's an understatement, a bit down about who I was mm-hmm. or about sometimes feeling like I was too vocal um, or in some ways even feeling like a martyr even when I wasn't even trying to be. But mm-hmm. I do believe, and I was in, in journalism years ago do believe in giving voice to the voiceless and holding the household accountable so mm. uh, I, I know that there's risks with that yes. I know that there's risks with um, choosing to be brave or courageous and having convictions and then taking those convictions and changing course Yes. Mm-hmm. so to say that Delani is Delani yes and Delani um, does make mistakes and I am all here for Every bit of learning, every every laugh I can have, every smile, you know, every every snap, because it's all a part of who I am. And I just, I, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it when I say that I'm totally unapologetic. Just really because um, you don't know my story, nor do I need to validate my story. Mm-hmm. Just know this is me, and I'm full of love. So if mm-hmm. I ever offend you. It's Really, you know, just out of uh, me being a human and being, you know, like, just not uh, having it all together all the time. But I own that, too. Mm. So as long as I live in my transparency, I'll be okay and and we'll continue to get sleep at night. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So all of this, all of this, and again, we don't need to know your whole story to to know or learn from you, right? Like you're able to bring mm-hmm. what it is that you have gathered for yourself and bring it to others. And you talked about your mindset coaching um, and some of the population that you're working with are people who are in maybe non-monogamous relationships. And that's a, that's a pretty, you know, big thing for people to have to kind of live out loud about as well. Right. So you're kind of bringing from your strength and giving a little to them. If they're coming to you for that, they're wanting to have a little bit of a power around that as well. Now you also talked a little bit about your Christian background and I think James and I have the same thing going mm-hmm. on, right? Like, I think the first church that I went to was a Pentecostal church when I was a little girl. And I think we eventually moved to a Baptist church. And mm-hmm. My uncles are pastors and things like that. And there's an expectation in the community, especially in the black community, about being aligned with Christianity and sure. um, chastity and all types of things. So you're working with people who are trying to line up with themselves. So I'm wondering, when you do work with couples or you're working with throuples, 
couples or a quad or anyone who's trying to have a relationship that maybe is not dictated by the church, so to speak. How do you help them move through this space if they too have a background, a Christian background, right? Like how do you help them move through that? By, um, I guess, letting people come to me and, and really come to me. So I don't mean just asking a question, oh, hey, Jelly, because that's my nickname out here in these streets is Jelly. Um, <laughs> hey, Jelly, um, how do you do this? Or how have you had these relationships for so long, multiple relationships for multiple years at a time, simultaneously, blah, blah, blah. People think that it's about your circumstances or about more so like these outer actions that we have, but it's uh, your mind, you mm-hmm. know, and what we believe that we, we can do. So for me, I try not to even focus on like a religious aspect or even to keep giving um, awareness mm-hmm. to religious circumstances or uh, religious divisions and within my family, a friend group, you know, and that's what I would advise because the more we uh, give our awareness to that, those things, the greater we amplify those particular things we perceive as problems. Mm-hmm. But if we don't even perceive them as problems and we also, you know, like continue to align ourselves to a, a certain kind of holistic stability mm-hmm. and in that stability that to know this goes back to being a creator and in the knowing of whatever the faith is, if you have faith in yourself, that's fine. If you have faith in a higher power, that's fine. But I get my successes out of my monogamy, ethical non-monogamy and polyamory from being confident and then knowing uh, what I need to know for myself. So example, if I want to be in a quad relationship, mm-hmm. I'm, and, and then I know that around me that I have a bunch of people that are in my family, um, we're Christians or Muslim, whatever. It goes against me being a, a black woman um, that is supposed to be in a conservative uh, escalator lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I will make sure that I maintain my boundaries. But you get mm-hmm. confidence in maintaining your boundaries. You know, but sometimes you have to shut those things that other people off. You have to, I guess, kind of maintain a mental diet mm-hmm. and, and and be intentional about maintaining a mental diet. So sometimes you even have to pull away from people. And that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it can be painful, yeah. but that's the thing. So, you know, people tend to, a lot of people can tend to sexualize, over-sexualize ethical non-monogamy and polyamory, but... It, it, this really takes some shadow work, you know. Mm-hmm. This, like you, it, when it's not sexy anymore, when you know that you are really maybe polyamorous or ethically mm-hmm. non-monogamous. Um, so you have to really own your your desires, own your manifestations or your intentions, um, and and own those first. Though by choosing to love on you, honey, because anytime you go outside of yourself for continued validation, mm. you will continue to get disappointments in these other people, which is our families or our mm-hmm. friends or our coworkers who don't understand mm-hmm. why we might choose to um, love multiple people, even though we all have full capability, especially mm-hmm. those who have, those of us, those of us who have multiple children have a crazy capability to love a more than one individual. Yes. And I just love to break it down certain <laughs> times, but it, it's really a confidence, honestly. And what a, not, not necessarily a confidence that just comes overnight. It doesn't grow overnight. Mm-hmm. But it's one that you repetitiously build for yourself because you believe it's what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I, I sleep well knowing that my parents, who who 
really uh, did me dirty when, when we, I want to say, maybe came out. Uh, mm-hmm. They they did me dirty, but I slept well knowing, hey, mom, hey, dad, y'all did whatever you wanted to do with my age when you wanted to do it, how you wanted to do it. How many times did you bump your head or how many times did I have to see you bump your head? And that's okay because mm-hmm. we're all human. Right. So, hey, your journey, journey was respected. And whether you choose to respect mine or not, I will teach you how to respect me. And if you choose to go against that, I can choose to pull away. Yes. Because it works for me. My love style works for me. It's just a love style. And that's why I don't always introduce myself to just be polyamorous. I don't like to be branded as this, oh, the solo polyamorous woman. Because I've already dealt with a handful. You already mm-hmm. are going to think I'm a hoe anyway once I start telling you more. So, <laughs> you know, um, so that's what I mean about a mental diet. I don't even allow everybody to... Um, know about everything these mm-hmm. days and, and, and even if I do I'm going to own who I am because yeah. it works for me I'm not harming anyone and neither are my children being harmed and I love to talk about them because they're they're receiving way more love than you know regular um, monogamous family structure in, in our society would and I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean in a... They have... They have a there's a village. There's a tribe. And we talk yes, about it takes a village, yes. right? But you, you have a village that is close by. <laughs> it's close yes, by. That's yes. All, that, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned, you know, um, what it was what it was like in terms of like coming out, right? And people having to come out because obviously, you know, we're not like talking that much about it. But yeah, we're talking about a love style. But we're also talking about somebody in this relationship is going to be bisexual. Whether it is the man, whether it is a woman, you know... <laughs> So that's yeah. a whole other thing that our family feels like they have to quote unquote deal with. Right. Um, and society mm-hmm. has to deal with. It's not just like, oh, you just have big love. It's it's an additional thing. And everyone has to go through that process differently. Sometimes it's even a process of kind of like coming out to yourself. And what does that really mean? How do I really know what I identify as? Is this just a novelty and that kind of thing? And that's a whole other podcast. But 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 I do have this question for you. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the concept of um, instead of coming out, inviting people in. What what do, what do you feel about that? Well, I love it. Um, I really do love the concept. What I what I love is the, the concept of coming out, mm-hmm. and what I like is the concept. Of, I mean, I love the concept of coming in, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like the concept of coming out mm-hmm. because either of them, you 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 know, you choosing to live in your truth. But mm-hmm. because of my journey, and I can. I can, I guess, give advice or suggest things from my personal hindsight. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just choose to avoid a lot of BS by going with the rule of your life being, hey, I'm going to choose to allow people to come into my life mm-hmm. and I share the most sacred parts of my life yes. with you. Um, maybe I don't want you to molest the things that I have going on and give me the most joy. Or maybe I don't want you to molest the visions or the mm-hmm. the, the structure that, this tribe is building, yes. you know, with your negativity. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I love the coming in because I really do believe that, that for me personally, my love style is sacred. It's, it's, it's even more sacred because it's not even normal for mm-hmm. our society, you know. So um, instead of me perpetuating stigmas that some already think we might already live by, I'll, I'll intentionally... Um, and, and small steps let people in mm-hmm. because I mean I've I've been just oh, I've been through a lot yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I've been poly for about seven years officially so 
in these seven years, a lot has came with it, even including a literal CPS case being opened on me on my birthday a long time ago from being polyamorous. Mm. So, um, and it, that, that stem, some of that, that stuff stems from like us choosing to come out and then trusting others, um, to allow them to come in and losing ourselves in, in a lack of discernment. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a lack of discernment. Yeah. yeah. So it's so interesting because there was, there is, was such a culture, you know, because of pride, right? So, and, mm-hmm. and with pride, there was like, you know, I'm coming out, right? I want the world to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. it was like, if you're, if you're proud, if you're really proud of us, right? If you really love us, if you really love yourself, right? If you're not self-hating, mm-hmm. then you need to come out and let everybody know what's going on. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and there's, there are real consequences, there are real consequences. And so I love this idea. And this is something that I just recently was talking about in one of my classes uh, that someone brought to our attention, the, the, this concept of inviting people in, because I love the word that you said, Jelani, it is sacred. It's yours. It yes. doesn't belong to anybody else. It is yours to do with it what you want. And it cannot be validated or invalidated by anyone who knows or does not know about it. Yes. And part of my love style you know, or my self-concept, self-image is, is attached to my love style. Mm-hmm. So, and it, and, it, and it, I mean, it's because I get a bit of, you know, we, we get affection and, and well, what we perceive as love with from our external relationships. Mm-hmm. But it's safer for me in my self-image because many times in the past, I would allow people's opinions to come into my, my mind and then I mm-hmm. question myself or mm-hmm. I question uh, my value, especially as a black woman yes. in America. Yes. Um, and for me, I identify as a solo polyamorous black woman. And that means that I move about, um, I, I can, I, not that I can't be in a triad or anything like that, a quad, any kind of stuff like that, but I, I choose to be autonomous. Mm-hmm. So from, a regular eye, somebody on the streets, they would imagine me to, like I said, be a hoe, a slut, or something um, like that if they aren't woke enough, you know, or open-minded enough. So, yeah, all of this is very sacred to me, honey. It's very, very sacred. I mean, I need to also protect my dignity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yes, it's like it is kind of like exposing yourself, right? And who are you? Who are you going to be naked in front of, right? And I and I'm not here for it to be naked in front of everybody if I don't want to be. Right. If I want to be, I am. But if I don't want to be, I don't have to. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Now, now with with this journey that you have moved and involved in, and gotten more discernment, and gotten more wise, and figured out what really works for you. What are some of the things that you wish you knew before that would be beneficial for someone else who's kind of in a similar journey? What are the things that you wish you knew before? Um, I wish that I knew how powerful saying no was. Mm. Um, so that that's related to me. I, I guess I want to say kind of constantly healing from childhood trauma. Not that I'm always triggered, but mm-hmm. some things in life just uh pop back up we might be triggered Mm -hmm. um and before now i struggled with saying no i struggled with keeping my boundaries and then i would find myself upset with myself or self-sabotaging um very great things i had going on in my life 
because I was too afraid to say no when mm-hmm. I really wanted to mm-hmm. because I was wanting validation or um, affirmation reassurance from anyone external that I could get it from. Yeah. So I've evolved much in that way. I've evolved with gaining a lot of patience, patience with myself and patience with others. But with that, I want to say with like making it easier for me to forgive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not be so victimized by things, to not take things so personal. So that's within my romantic relationships in my career life uh, with, with my friends. I don't take things as personal, and I, I love to say no because <laughs> I would just realize people, you know, the majority, just because to me, this is just how life is. We don't, we cannot attach ourselves deeply to everyone we come in mm-hmm. contact with. Right. So the majority, they, they really don't care. They really don't give a flying F too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They might care about you a little bit, you know, on the surface. But a lot of times people just, we, we like to utilize one another as humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of us choose to utilize others <laughs> for reasons deeper than what you might have going on for yourself. But mm-hmm. it happens. So for me... I really enjoy, I, I keep saying the same no, um, because I, I say yes a lot. Because so, I'm a giver. I'm such a lover. Um, and I know that people think I'm just a spicy individual that, you know, is just vocal and has an opinion. But I'm, I'm such a giver that has broken me way too many times in my young life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in order to not be broken like that anymore, I keep my boundaries yes. and I, I test them sometimes too and I fall to the wayside but these days I pick myself up way quicker mm-hmm. because I don't give my power away like I used to mm-hmm. yes and there's a lot of power in no <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a lot of power in no what would you say are some of the blessings that you've learned? Because we, we have touched a lot on, I mean, we all have trauma. We all have some form of trauma. Some of us can are continuing to be triggered more than others. Um, and we're all continuing to heal. If we're doing the things to kind of align with ourselves, we're, we're always continuing to heal a little bit more. But there's still some good that comes from all these different stages sure. in our life. Yeah. So what, what would you say are some of the blessings that you've recognized thus far? For me, being able to connect to um, different people from different walks of life mm-hmm. and loving hard mm-hmm. on people, um, because I, I, it's refreshing for me to live in love. And I don't mean just a romantic love. I mean like an agape, unconditional kind of love, mm-hmm. um, a, a kind of non, non, non-judgmental love, mm-hmm. non-biased love. Uh, that's a huge blessing for me. Um, it, it really builds me up to help build another person up. Um and then I, I want to say maybe just owning, owning the way I choose to love, which is polyamory mm-hmm. and, and ethical non-monogamy. That's mm-hmm. so empowering because um, I like being listed as a weirdo a little bit, you know, or as an anomaly. <laughs> like, what is this you have going on? And what? Are you for real? Do I really do that? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, those experiences actually is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The experiences that being non-monogamous has afforded me and the wisdom in my years that um, being ethically non-monogamous or polyamorous has afforded me. Those are huge blessings. And I mean, I wouldn't trade them for any money in the mm-hmm. world or anything materialistic in the world. Mm-hmm. That love and um, 
the connections and the experiences, being able to live in the present, knowing that everything won't ever be always great. But for me, there's always a silver lining. Mm -hmm. I don't let my past hold me back or hold myself back from giving and receiving new love, Mm -hmm. new new smiles, new laughs. I love to laugh. I laugh a goddamn lot, you know. <laughs> so that for me, it's the simple stuff because I can be as materialistic, bougie if I want to, you know. I'm kind of bossed up, to be honest, by yeah. being polyamorous. But um, it's for me, it's the simple stuff, like the quality time and the experiences that I get with individuals and the conversations that I'm able to have. Because I mean, when I was uh, monogamous. And for me, coming from a Christian background, to even want to be friends with someone of, of the opposite sex, and I'm, you know, actually married and someone's mother, some people's mother, mm-hmm. um, I might not have had their freedom mm-hmm. like I have it now. Right. So that works for me because I get energy from connections um, with other people. Can't speak for anyone else, but I'm that guy. Um, I'm an introverted extrovert. So that's a huge blessing for me. Keep me out of depression. <laughs> be able to um, connect. Yeah. Simply. And everything I heard, and you said it, you said it at the end, everything I'm hearing you say, you're talking about the power in saying no, you're talking about being in this moment and loving to smile, loving to love, right? Um, loving to be able to be in a space where someone's saying, what are you doing? You're like, this is what I'm doing. And I'm still doing it. Even though you're, you're questioning me, I'm still doing yes. it. Yes. Everything <laughs> I heard you say was encompassed in freedom. Mm-hmm. It was all freedom. Mm. Like that, that is, that is. To me, when we combine all the words that we try to identify as happy and joy and love and and peace and power, all of it is freedom, right? We can choose. I can choose to be this today and I can choose to be this tomorrow. But whatever it is, it is always my choice. And I am not restrained. I'm not held down. And this is this is the the main thing that I think any of us who are serving others, it doesn't matter in what capacity. If it is because I am um, a mindset coach, if it's because I'm a therapist, if it's because I am, you you know, someone who builds beautiful pools. A bag at the grocery pools. store. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a mechanic, right? Like I'm giving you, I'm empowering you to have the freedom to live your best life is what it is. Yes. Right? I'm giving you the tools for that. So I love that. So Jelani, like I know that you, you are living it, right? You. So to me, you are an expert in freedom because you are powering through it every day. Mm. Where can people find out more about connecting with you so they can understand more about having their freedom? Well, my they can find me on my website next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can find my website through my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram is at Jelani, which is J-E-L-A-N-I mm-hmm. underscore P-H-E-M-U-S-E. Delani, J E L A N I underscore T H E N U S E. It's Swahili, so I had to pronounce it twice. <laughs> but um, I have a lot of things coming up in the second half of the year now that we are coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID um, caused me to put a, a halt with my my hospitality. Ho- I'm sorry, I'm tongue tied. Hospitality company, mm-hmm. uh, and I really and I enjoy doing that. I enjoy training my employees, um, and now I feel safer to get back out there and come back to my children mm-hmm. um, to be cleaning and helping people feel better mm-hmm. within their homes. It was really something I I got a lot of joy out of doing because I 
I like to look around people's faces, and I think that when your um, face is literally clean and put together, then you can think better, you can feel better, yes. you can laugh greater. Um, but I have that going on, and you can find me throwing events down the line. But all of this is usually on Instagram. Um, and then soon, my birthday is August 22nd, so things should be my website, uh, com should be there. Uh, by the end of next month, the end of August, 2021. But, um, yeah. I mean, that was I'm, a shameless plug I'm, for your birthday gifts to be flowing in. <laughs> it, I, it wasn't even. I was even <laughs> August 22nd, <laughs> everyone. Let's just make sure we got the, that. Just to be clear. <laughs> yes. But and my, I'm on and my cash too. app is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm not even going to put that out there. <laughs> but I have. I have manifestation candles coming up too, um, and just a few different things in a product line that will help people be more intentional about reaching their goals. Um, because I'm also, as you know, some of us say, uh, I'm a witch, but I just call myself an everyday witch. I think people are actually everyday witches and we don't even know it. Mm. Um, so I'm taking back that word as well. Mm. But, um, Oh, yes, thank you all for the time. I hope that I haven't spoke too much. But no, no, no there's never me too much. Me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. I'm, and I'm usually a, a DM away. I am usually a DM away. But when the website drops, people will be able to consult with me um, w- with a scheduled block of time. Cause mm. I need more organization and structure in my life, y'all. <laughs> Don't it's we hard all, out here but, for a free spirit. I was, you know, that's exactly what I was gonna say. When you have greatness all bottled up, it's all over the place. Like, what, what are we gonna do? Can yes. you really organize it like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But we well, try. I'm, I'm gonna try. <laughs> just, just dip your toes in it and enjoy it and keep on moving. Yeah. Yeah. So catch her if you can is basically what it is. Catch her if you can. But it's literally that for me all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I have friends of mine, family members of mine, even my mom. Just like. You you always put me in a voicemail or I texted you and, and oh I'm bad at like like typing out a text message and then not pressing send because then I've started doing something else. So I am getting it together. I cannot be like this forever, nor do I want to claim <laughs> that I will be this you know, free spirit that can't uh catch a clue. <laughs> I mean, but you can because you Forever. guess what, Jelani, you are here tonight with us and we want you to know that we really do appreciate it because we do understand how busy you are. We understand that you have a million places that you could be. You know what I mean? So we appreciate okay. you sharing this time with us. This was exciting for me. Y'all made it easy to see. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't even seem like any kind of interview or anything. Just us having a regular plain old conversation. Yep. That's what it is. We're just sitting on our couch. <laughs> I do want to leave people with a message, though, of, okay. um, to release non-judgments towards one another. Okay. Um, and to know that everything is not black and white. So even if something looks away on the surface, choose to have compassion for somebody before mm-hmm. you open your mouth and lay a thought on who they are or who you perceive them to be. Um, and mm-hmm. then any way you might even perceive them to be that could be negative, that could be changed. Anyway, just by our perceptions. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. And goddesses, if you are looking to have more of this inspiration and more of these messages, Jelani left us a bit of it, but please, please, please follow her on her page. We will be putting all of her information 
in the podcast information. So you'll be able to get that click right on it and get in contact with her. If you feel like you need to, like she said, the website is coming. You will be able to have her in a very organized way, but for now, (laughs) go ahead and drop her DM, drop some stuff in the comments, you know, support, cultivate more of that energy with Jelani for yourself and continue to glow. And she may text you, but not hit sin, but she will hit sin eventually. Eventually, you will know. I know that personally. I'm getting better, y'all. I'm getting better, but thank yes. you for having me. This is this is nice. Thank you. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Um, Joy, do you want to say anything about your websites and your things and your... Oh. Y'all know how to catch me. Y'all know where to find me. You know how to get me at glowyourgoddess.com. You know how to DM me. You know how to book me. All the good stuff. I will also, you know, of course, put it in the podcast information. But I really wanted to be able to highlight Jelani today and just and just so, show some of that love and share some of that energy because I feel like she could bring people to places that even I can't because we all have our own individual gifts. So I'm going to appreciate that tonight. We really appreciate you spending your evening with us. Thank you. It was nice waiting on you anyway. I didn't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well, y'all, I will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Good night, Jelani. Night. Thank you. Good night. Tell them it's a gotta see you. Limitless in everything you do. They already know when you come through. You shut it down when you walk into the room.